0: Yes, yes yes loving the new intro what up what up what up welcome back to the scorecard the boxing scorecard where i ask people to bring bring your scorecard and an explanation not just simply your opinion um don't forget i'm here every every sunday morning or most sunday mornings nine thirty a.m eastern time uh if you can't catch the show live you can catch us on any podcast platform that you listen to your podcasts on um and also before i start the show i gotta give a big thank you to boxing canada who uh, gave me a big opportunity to be able to travel with uh, the senior one of the senior teams to uh an international tournament in bulgaria so i'll be leaving next week for that so shout out and thank you to boxing canada for uh for selecting me as as one of the coaches to go help uh, produce some more medals for uh, for our boxers. All right, all right, all right, let us get right into it. I hope I didn't forget anything else in the intro. No, 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 all right, here we go. So last night we had a super flyweight uh, bout, super flyweights. these guys are 115 pounds of fury. <laughs> and we had the challenger, let me make sure I read his name properly here, from Mexico. We have Argy Eliel Cortez Sanchez <laughs> from Mexico City, Mexico. He has 28 professional bouts with a record of 23 wins, 3 losses, and 2 draws. He has 10, 10 KOs out of those 23 wins, so not exactly known as a, as a power puncher, um, but still a good boxer with, with a record like that. Now, he went up against uh, a very good boxer, uh, potential Hall of Famer in Juan Francisco Estrada. Actually, I apologize. No, no I got to pronounce the full name. Juan Francisco Estrada Romero. His nickname is El Galo, whatever that means. Someone in the chat, tell me, what does that, that, that nickname mean? El Galo, E-L-G-A-L-L-O. Uh, yeah, he is also from Mexico, um, a Hall of Fame boxer, with the, with the trajectory that he's been going in in his career. He has a record of 43 out of his 46 bouts. He has a record of 43 wins with only 3 losses with 28 knockouts. Uh, so Mr. Estrada is a very seasoned boxer. Um, he has some very good wins on his resume. He's fought guys, not just fought them, but he has big wins against Roman Chocolatito Gonzalez, who's also a Hall of Fame boxer. He beat him he also beat Carlos Cuadras. Carlos Cuadras. <laughs> he beat him twice, actually. Uh, so some big wins there. And uh, yeah, so so these two guys fought last night, and it was a closer. Uh, it, it was closer than I thought, than people thought it would be. Most people thought it was going to be a blowout for the full Hall of Famer Estrada, but it turned out to be a very close one. El Gallo means the rooster. Thank you very much your number one critic. Thank you very much. Good morning for tuning into the show. All right. Well, this is the scorecard, so let's get into the scorecard. So, first of all, the the official scorecard from the judges was 115 to 112. Two of the judges had it 115-112 and another judge had it 114-113 all for Mr. Estrada. I had one I had the score 115 to 113. Also for Mr. Estrada, um, Eric, can you start the slides, please? <clears throat> so, this was. Uh, oh yeah, on that undercard. See those the the two females that fought in that undercard: Cruz and uh, Marianovich. Marianovich is actually Canadian. She's from out west. A very good boxer had a as a as, She's still in her career now. I was gonna say had a very good career. Um, she's also she's right now she's training in uh at crunk gym with uh with sugar hill one of the best coaches in the game right now she lost a close one last night to Cruz. it was it was a good one but unfortunately the canadian lost Um, but yeah let's get into the scorecard next slide please next slide so i said my official scorecard was 115 to 113 um which was the same as two of the judges but this was very close i had specifically how many close rounds that i had i had one two one, two, three, four, five rounds that I marked as close rounds. Uh, now, to break it down, I specifically gave Estrada four out of those five rounds that I marked as close rounds. Four of them I gave to the champion Estrada and one of them I gave to, to, to Cortez. Now, this is how close, you know, the outcome could have changed just by one round. If I would have just simply gave three of the rounds to Estrada and one of them, to, uh, to, to Cortez, the, the score would have been 114, 114 a draw, right? And that's how close one round could change the the trajectory of your career. Because like I said, this guy Cortez, he's not really a known boxer, good record, but most of his fights were in Mexico and uh, nobody has watched or nobody knows the guys he really fought. So doesn't really have a name for himself. This win right here could have, his career could have boosted up like that. But just like just one round. Well, I say one round, that was my scorecard. Actually, no, two of the judges had it the same thing too. So one round, if he could have just done a little bit extra for for one or two rounds to pull out the victory, um, you know, his whole boxing career might might have changed. I mean, he's still gonna have a, a very good, very good career ahead of him, um still to come. But that's you know, that's how close it uh, it could have been. Um I didn't really write down too many notes for each round, and I have to admit to <laughs> – it doesn't happen too too often. I'm usually 100% alert when I'm watching the matches, but a little extra tired yesterday. You know, a little extra tired last night when I was watching the fight. So there was once or a couple of times for a few of the rounds, not a lot of the rounds, but maybe two or three rounds where I uh, I might have I might have fell asleep for about 10-15 seconds. Turn around, <laughs> but I still watched three quarters of the round or at least half the round. So. The scoring's a little bit off. You know, I I will admit that. Good morning, my man, Mike core. What up? What up? Yes, I am in the den. Uh, So first round, Estrada landed a bit more and cleaner. Second round, the first two rounds I marked as close rounds. So right off the bat, these guys were going at it. The second round, I didn't have any notes for the second round, but it was a very close round. Third round, no notes for the third third round. Fourth round uh, was the first round that I gave to Cortez. The fourth round was the first round that I gave to Cortez, and my notes were he just he simply landed cleaner with busier combinations. One thing with with the with the little guys, and these guys are 115 pounds. Like they, it's more of speed, and 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 these guys basically throw a lot more combinations. So it's hard to really differentiate like how you know what they're doing, whether they're specific specifically working the body or coming to the head, because. These little guys, they, they're their combinations. They throw like like between six and seven punches. Most, if you're like 100, 154 hundred hundred and fifty four pounds and up, usually if you're throwing a combination, it's like it's about uh, uh um you know three or four punches, three yeah three or four punches. But the smaller guys, they them guys, they get about six or seven punches in. So sometimes it's hard to to you want know, to write notes in between to give the exact reason why. Fifth round. Oh, I see the chat. The notes coming in the, in the chat. I'm just gonna get through my scorecard first, and then I'll get to the chat. Round five. I also gave to Mr. Cortez. Uh, my notes were that was for that one was for he continues. Cortez continues his momentum the way he did in the fourth with with the the pace that he was keeping up. The fifth, the sixth round. The sixth round I marked as a close round, but I gave it to Estrada. My notes were Estrada landed cleaner and more. His defense is suspect, though. Uh, so, yeah, exactly that. Estrada was – was his accuracy was, was was better with the punch that he was landing. But at the same time, his head was snapping back with the punches that were being landed on him, which wasn't as much. That's why he still won the round. But the times he did get caught, it was pretty obvious. Round eight, I gave to Mr. Cortez. Um, Cortez actually landed cleaner and more accurate in that round. Round nine, I gave – the, from round six to, to, to the rest of the fight, it was basically back and forth. Round nine, I gave to Estrada. He was controlling the action, cutting the ring off. That's the, That was the part where he kind of separated himself, like showing his experience, cutting the ring off. Um, so that was that's where I gave to Estrada. Rounds 10 and 11, I gave to Mr. Cortez, specific, specifically round 10. Cortez's punches landed. Cortez's punches looked like they did more, more, uh, more damage as far as you know the way they were landing on Estrada. So I gave round ten to Cortez. Round eleven, I marked as a close round. Round eleven, I marked as a close round, but I, that's the round that I gave to Cortez, and not no notes for that one. But it was a close round. And the twelfth round, I also marked as a close round, and I gave that one to Estrada. Uh, I just simply wrote he, he landed Estrada landed cleaner. And a little bit more, and as you can see, my score, my exact scorecard. There, we can keep it going now with the rest of the slides. Now, thank you very much, Eric. <clears throat> so yeah, man, it's uh, gonna get my my highlights up here. It was a back and forth fight. Estrada controlled, as I said in my notes, he, he controlled the the first half of the fight, and. Um, and Cortez started to come back afterwards. I think one of the things that, that made a difference. Yeah, I wrote that in my notes here. Of course, I always pay attention to the coaches and who's in their coach, who's in their corner, and what's going on, what they're saying in between rounds, and if the boxer's gonna follow that, you know, at, when the round starts. The challenger, Cortez, has he had legendary coach Nacho Beristain in his corner. Uh, Mr. Berenstein coached a lot of Hall of Fame boxers, including Juan Manuel Marquez, and uh, a lot of the, the the Hall of Fame Mexican boxers. That was who was in the challenger's corner, the guy on the right, Cortez, um, and the adjustments that Cortez made in the in the second half of the fight. Not really in the second half of the fight. He just he just really picked up the pace a little bit. He picked up the pace. He didn't have so much breaks in between in between uh, uh, counter punching. Uh, um and so yeah, he did a very good job. And I really think it has something to do with the coaching. Nacho Bear stayed in this corner. All right, all right. Let me get to the comments in the chat. Good morning. I already said good morning. Your number one critic. If you have any 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 other comments, your number one critic. I I I appreciate the constructive criticism. Uh what up, Mike? Uh good morning, Eddie Barrington. Good morning, good morning. Um What else you got? That's the Cortez started laying. That's around the Cortez started landing punches. Oh, around. I'm not sure what round you're talking about, Mike. I'm going back right now. What round were you talking about? Mr. Barrington wrote, I like the new slides, the scorecard. Good idea. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Did you see the fight last night, though, Eddie? Uh, Let me know what your your thoughts are. If you didn't score the fight, how did you think? What did you think of it? Actually, you know, it wasn't really a high-level fight. Um, it wasn't really promoted that much during the week either. I only even found found out about it on Friday. Um, But, of course, I'm a boxing head, so I had to make sure to pay attention to it. Uh, Mike, it was the fourth round? Okay, okay. Cortez started landing some good uppercuts in the fourth round. Yep. Estrada did take a bit too much damage for my liking. Yeah, he did. He did. And and Estrada, especially being... um, at his level you know what actually can someone either Eric or Mike or someone can you double check for me how old is Estrada the reason why I say that because he's already had he's already had a a long Hall of Fame career I have to make sure to mention the Hall of Fame part show that respect um the reason why I'm wondering how old he is is because you know I say this all the time when you're when you're in your mid-30s 35 36 years old in real life in real life that's not old but in athletes' age. That is old. Um, so I'm wondering if if uh Estrada the reason why he was getting touched up a little bit extra is might be because his reflexes might be slowing down a little bit. He's 32 years. He's 32 years old. Okay, so he's 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 right at the end of his young years. <laughs> of his young athlete years, I should be saying. Right at the end of his young athlete years. So Thirty-two years old? No, that's not. That's not old. I mean that. You know, he should still have. Still, he should still be defensively sharp, and not get hit as much as, as he was getting hit last night against uh, Cortez. Uh, not taking anything away from Cortez, because like I said, it, he works hard and he has a great coach too. So I'm sure that Mr. Berestean had a had a had a big part in 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 um the way Cortez was stepping up to the plate. A relatively unknown boxer who didn't really, hasn't really fought anybody significant on his resume, and he just went up against a Hall of Fame boxer in Estrada and, and performed very well. Like I said, on my scorecard and to the judge's scorecard, this kid was only one round away or two rounds away from winning the fight. One round away from, from making it a draw, two rounds away from actually winning it. Um, so much respect to this kid. Uh, do me a favor too, please. Can you find out how old Cortez is? Because if he's... If he's still in his 20s, I definitely am going to favor him in his next fight because this was some good experience, great experience that he got in, in this one, Finding Hall of Fame Estrada. Someone please let me know how old Mr. Cortez is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he is 28 years old. Exactly. Perfect. So he's, yeah, yeah. I'm going to make sure to keep my eye on uh, Mr. Cortez. Cortez showed he got a, a bit of a chin. Yes, he definitely did. He definitely did. Because Estrada, <laughs> the, the rounds that uh, Estrada won clearly, it's because he landed, when I say he landed cleaner, they were very clean, like right on the chin. And so, and Cortez withstood that. Um, Estrada has, Estrada has how many knockouts does this guy have in his career? Let me check my box record real quick. Estrada has 28 knockouts. Out of his 48 of his 43 fights. All right. And Cortez has 28 fights total. <laughs> Estrada Estrada has as many knockouts as Cortez has total fights. Just to show you that the experience level and, and for again for, for Cortez to perform like that. And Cortez only has 10 10 knockouts himself. So not only has he not really fought anybody, but he only he's not known as a power puncher. And he performed like that. Yo, man, I, I really respect this Argy Cortez kid. I'm gonna make sure to pay attention to him. Um, what is next? And great hand speed too. Yes, he did. He definitely had great hand speed. What is next? The champion, the the uh I'm not sure about undisputed, but the person who I believe is the number one boxer of the little guys of the super flyweights is Mr. Jesse Bam Rodriguez. His full name is Jesse James Rodriguez Franco. He's from the USA, but like he's Mexican USA, so I still pronounce it the, the real way. And he only has 16 bouts, professional bouts. He's only 22 years old. He was born in the year 2000. I'm pretty sure he's only one of the, he has to be one of the youngest champions in boxing. Born in the year 2000, this kid's already uh, uh, um, recognized as one of the best top boxers in the sport. Uh, well, maybe not the top boxer. He probably be in most people like I would say top 25 pound for pound list. Um, Jesse Bam Rodriguez has a record of 16 wins with 11 knockouts, Um, and he's looked good in all of his wins. He's had some good wins already on his rec- on his resume. Um, he's beat Carlos Quadras, Carlos Quadras by unanimous decision. Who else? Who else? Edwin Reyes, Armando Vasquez. Anyway, he only has sixteen fights. Carlos Cuadros is the biggest name on his resume right now, but like he definitely passes the eye test. The same way how people talk about um, Jaron Boots Ennis at the welterweight division, even though he hasn't fought like the top top guys yet, you know people are people are picking him to beat Crawford and 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 Spence based off the, the eye test of how good he looks against these other guys. And um, that's that's uh and that's the way what I see about Jesse Jesse Bam Rodriguez. So that's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see him. He hasn't fought uh, Estrada yet, um, so I'm assuming that one is gonna be coming up soon. I hope that'll be a great one to have. Uh, Jesse Bam Rodriguez against Estrada. Don't forget Tanaka at that weight. You see, that's the problem. I I do forget about some of these lighter weights because they're not on TV all the time. And they don't really promote them as, as much as they should. And Ioka, yeah, man, the the, the Asian guys, them little, the little the Japanese guys. I forget where they're from. I know one of them's from from J- Japan, right? Um, but anyway, there's lots of little guys at that division. Let me see if I could pull it up real quick. What else? What other little guys are down there? Um. Anyways, b- with that being said, I think at all those guys, both, yeah, Ioka. Tanaka, this 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 new guy Cortez. They're all great and up uh, and all great fighters, but I, I just my personal opinion is Jesse Bam Rodriguez is uh, is the number one guy at the division right now. Japan has the lightweights on lock. Yeah, Well so like I said. There's not too many grown men walking around at 115 pounds. So <laughs> over there, they're not they're not as uh, as big as we're over here. So. I might be the reason for that but shout out to all the super flyweights don't get it twisted these guys yeah yeah I know he's a real deal these the little guys are um the little guys do pack a hard punch they do pack a hard punch uh yeah man so looks like this was gonna be a short one today uh it takes a sh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 we won't read that one <laughs> Shout out to my man, Mike Orr, every day on the Talk & Fight YouTube channel, bringing uh, up-and-coming boxers. And every Sunday at 4 o'clock, we talk about the knockout of the week. So that'll be later on this afternoon. But for now, that's it for uh, for the scorecard. Thank you very much for uh, for tuning in. Once again, every Sunday, most Sundays, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. The next two weeks, I'm going to be in Bulgaria. I know there's a little bit of a time difference, so hopefully I'll be able to uh, to 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 come at you guys live. If not, if not, we'll record it. But I'll be around because tonight, actually, we might do one tomorrow because tonight it's Sunday night. Tonight is a um, Andy Ruiz versus uh, Ortiz, Luis King Kong Ortiz. So I actually might do a scorecard tomorrow for that. All right, all right. All right, man. Um, Hit me up on any social media at Cedric Sports. Uh, You know, YouTube Talking Fight, the number one boxing YouTube channel on YouTube. Also, check me out on YouTube, Cedric Sports Training. Oh, yeah, there's fights on tonight. Yeah, you have just mentioned that. And, yeah, hit me up on any social media at Cedric Sports. All right, man. Peace.